0: Hey guys, welcome back to our second installment of our audio content with some educational purposes. But today we're going to do something slightly different. We're going to be interviewing our co-host, Michelle.
1: Yay!
0: Alright, Michelle, <laughs> yes. tell us what um, what's your occupation what do you do for a living?
1: Okay, so my occupation is a teacher. And as a teacher, I teach and educate um, kids from 7 to 10. Or at this current moment. Uh,
0: How long have you been a teacher for?
1: So, this will be my first full year of full-time teaching. um, But I have had experience last year with blocks of um, teaching.
0: So, how many schools have you taught so far, but don't include like your placements and internships? Okay. How how many schools have you got paid to teach?
1: So, that would be two. Two? Two different schools.
0: And um, how did you find them? How were they different? So, obviously, you know, demographically they're different, but how did you find one school compared to the other in terms of like teaching quality, the kids, and maybe the teachers?
1: Yeah. So, the first school, um, the first um, school that I taught at was at an all girls school. Yep. Um, so, this was in a more well-off area, well off area, yeah. the demographic. Yeah, we
0: we'll probably weren't named name, names. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't named and shame any schools or yep. anything like that. So, we'll keep it out. But yeah, keep on.
1: Yep. So my first, that was the first school, was an all-girls school. Um, it was awesome. It was beautiful. The girls were all very lovely in in class. Um, they would actually thank me after each lesson for teaching them. Um, in the playground, they'll sit there do um, sit there quietly, have their little discussion, chit-chats. And so there was no behavioral problems at that school. It was very good. Okay. Um, for staff-wise, it was, it was just a little bit um, overwhelming, I guess, in a sense where because I was only there for such a shorter period of time, I w- didn't get along with a lot of the staffing. Yeah. Um, I think also it, because of the ages that of the teachers there, so it made, um, I think, I guess, the social aspect of that school a lot difficult to deal with and enjoy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So how about the second school?
1: The second school, So, the, obviously,
0: the second school is the one you're teaching right now, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the second school, the great thing was um, I wasn't the only one first starting or entering that um, school, so there was a lot of different, um, there was new teachers coming in whose experiences were the same as mine, so I think that's what really helped. Yeah. Um, and I think having that having a group of people who who's starting the same experience as I am, um, we were able to have a lot of discussions, we were able to emphasize, empath- have empathy with the, each other's situation, and we were able to help each other out when we needed. And for student-wise, because I was so used to, well, my first real teaching experience was um, where I had no behavioural problems, the second school that I, I currently teach at as well, um, having behavioral problems made things a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Where if I was just plan a certain lesson and usually for the first school, if I plan a lesson, I will get through every single step or every single point that I wanted to. While the second school, it would be a little bit of a struggle where it would take me longer to settle the class and I actually get only, let's just say, one or one third into the lesson that I... Planned.
0: So the, the current school is obviously co right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so okay. obvious,
0: obviously boys, you know how they are, they're so naughty, they're so disruptive and they're also, they're just, they're just there for the boys, they just want to hang out. But going on, um, so currently what are the subjects you're teaching right now?
1: So I'm currently teaching IST, yep. so Information Software Technology. So my main focus is that I teach kids how to code. And how to use different softwares and how to create different applications.
0: Yeah, so obviously going back when I was in doing IST is completely different. Like, I think we we're making like music in IST. was so random. Yeah. And we're playing games all the time. And yeah, we're learning like basic, you know, web stuff. But yeah, definitely no coding. So obviously, it's it's changed in the space of like six years, which is obviously incredible. And where where like what is your major? Like where what do you want to teach?
1: So, my major, funny enough, is Economics. So, I have a major in Economics and a minor in um, Computering, aka um, IST. Yeah. So, um, because Economics is a senior subject, so for Year 11 and 12 at this current moment, um, because I'm not an experienced teacher yet, they wouldn't put me into that situation or that circumstance for me to take those classes. Yeah. So, right now, I'm just working with my minor because as well as the demand in the actual teaching um, market. So because now technology and the advancements that we have um, nowadays, it's more, um there's more need for us, for sorry, for students
0: to you learn, learn yeah.
1: about coding and the internet in a safe manner.
0: So this is probably more a tougher question and probably where, you know, you probably have to think a little bit more, but What is the current state of schools? So in terms of like the teaching methods, the, you know, being in a class with 20 to 30 kids with only one teacher looking after it, where do you reckon, where where is the current situation of schools?
1: Um, So I'm very fortunate that my IST class is an elective class. So the max I have in a classroom is, I think at the moment, 24. Yeah. So 23 even. So I'm very lucky that I have very smaller classrooms compared to other teachers who have like 30, 31. Especially in English, Mathematics, where they require kids to focus more in class and be more, um, uh, what do you say? Well, how can I say it? More hands-on with certain, um, tasks. Um, so the thing with education at the moment is I feel, the reason why I first got into education was because while I was learning, um, while I was studying, and I found a love for e- economics, I felt like it was very applicable to everyday life. Yeah. So, because I found that very useful for myself, I thought maybe if I was to teach it, it will be very useful for kids who are still, you know, still learning about society, and learning about themselves, and that will help them develop their skills and knowledge for the future. Yeah.
0: So, are you saying economics should be a, a. Uh you know a must learn subject in school
1: 100% i feel like um yes i feel like they have restricted economics just for the smart kids in school and it shouldn't be like that i feel like once we grow up and we we all get um, we all become adults yeah yep economics is fundamental for everyone yeah yep it's in one shape or form we all use economics um in our everyday lives especially yeah. when we start working you're going to have to need economics
0: yeah if i don't think um i don't think it's- it's catered to the smart people, it just sounds like a smart subject where the brighter kids are choosing it because they're like, oh, economics, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means.
1: That's true too. Well, I think from my experience when I was at school, yeah. um, for you to pick economics, you had to be one of the brighter kids. So, yeah. I think I'm just talking from experience um, that yeah. economics was There's only- still some
0: um, not so bright kids in the class. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: And... So, I feel like in education at the moment, I feel like it's kind of enforcing kids to remember a lot Mm. of the time. So, um, I'm kind of guilty of it myself. But at the moment, I'm kind of preparing my U10 students for an exam next term. Yeah. And most of the content that I'm telling them to to do is to remember certain concepts. So, once they get into the exam room, all they have to do is remember. Understand keywords, yeah, and remember how to answer it.
0: Yeah, so obviously the keyword there is understand it, because yes. if you understand it, then you don't need to memorize it because you get the concept.
1: Yeah, 100%. and that's obviously
0: what the problem with the current school system is. Is all about memorizing who can best remember their their essays, who can best remember you know formulas and stuff. And that's probably where we got it wrong. And also like I think that you know if <clears throat> if you it for school you know it's objective some of the some of the subjects are objective unless it's like maths or science it's objective so like how do you know if that one teacher you know is marking it doesn't just have a bad day and you know what they're reading is maybe you know a topic that they feel traumatized right read, um reading over it so i reckon you know obviously you know where do you think we can improve school systems going forward yeah you know, if you were to be the education of the the you know person of australia yeah how what are you going to put in place to improve schools
1: so the first thing i would do is cut back on the load that the kids are actually taking in each day yeah so at my current school they have a five period day
0: so you're saying less less yes. less less classes during the day but longer
1: yes so for example let's just say um they will dedicate that day for maths and science yep and they'll spend the whole day doing Working on those two subjects, refining anything that I don't remember. i mm. um, just working more in depth with certain concept. Yeah. Instead of having a five period day or different subjects.
0: And like what, forty five minutes per 40, class? Yeah. And you're wasting ten minutes just going in and out.
1: Yep. So just giving kids that extra time to process things because unfortunately we don't all process things in a time span of forty minutes. Yeah. So giving, allowing kids have more time to work. On a particular concept in a long period of time will hopefully be more beneficial for them, and I think also another thing would be making certain concept or subjects more relatable.
0: Oh yeah, like yeah. everyday.
1: Everyday. So yeah. I what I hear a lot is, for example, at the moment year ten. Oh no, year nine. Sorry, they're learning about in history. They learning about World War Two. Okay, those informations are very useful. Yep, yeah? I feel like. Um, We need to know our history, we we need to know where we came from, what has happened, what has shaped Australia, especially. But learning about that for 10 weeks straight is not going to be very useful in any sense where, especially unless a kid is going to become a historian, Mm. um, they're just not going to use that information. That's true. I don't have an opinion on
0: that, but maybe, you know, obviously history teachers might have, but I reckon I agree with you there. Yep. Alright, last one. Tough one. What do you think makes a great teacher?
1: Oh, that's a very good question. So, I know right now in my... Um, just having experience... Um, having conversations, sorry, with other teachers, um, younger teachers who are just starting their careers in teaching and some older who have been in the industry for, let's just say, 10, 20 years now, um, I can definitely tell that once you lose your passion for teaching, it's over. It's over.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I, I'm not going to obviously name and shame, but there's one. This one particular teacher who I work with very closely. Oh,
0: why? If she listens.
1: Oh, I don't think she will. <laughs> <laughs> I, she, I don't think she knows how to use.
0: Oh, okay. That's yeah. She's really all right. Yeah. Uh, well. Why don't if one of your kids listen and then they? No, they message? won't to identify. No way. No way. All right.
1: Fair if they will not be to All right. So this one particular teacher. She's been teaching for a while and the problem is she went she did something else before teaching but she got into the industry because she thought it would be easy. Yeah. And it would be beneficial for the her current living her life situation. Yeah. So, but let's be
0: realistic like becoming a teacher is not that hard in terms of like if you correlate it to the ATA. Yeah. And ATA versus like I don't being a doctor or being something like that is 100% it's not that high. Yeah. But you know, the people think it's an easy route because it's nine to three, five yeah. days a week. You get Saturday and Sunday off. You only work, what, six hours a day, seven hours, yeah. and you get school de- school holidays off. It, it, on paper, it sounds awesome. Yeah. But this is probably where, like, you know, a lot of teachers get it wrong. They think it's easy, but then, you know, handling, what, 120, kids a day, Yeah. it gets stressful, and obviously, you got to be able to understand the concepts and... Deliver that on a high level where they're easily too easy to consume. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, like, for... So, being in a classroom, so, let's just say, being in a classroom of 24, yeah, not only are you trying to manage or monitor each kid to make sure they're doing the right thing, you also have to be teaching at the same time. Mm. You have to also be aware of their physical and their mental situation. So, if a kid's physically not looking very well, you have to monitor that and make sure send them to the office, whatever it may be, or, you know, give them a quick checkup. And then if you have, like, rowdy kids in your class who's constantly moving around, you have to keep an eye on them too. So it's just a lot happening in that 40, 50, an hour lesson. Yeah. So um, it becomes very overwhelming. And especially if you don't have the patience and you don't have a passion for what you're doing, the kids, want. the kids will obviously pick that up yeah, and then they'll obviously muck up more and they won't focus, they won't do their work and they won't be engaged in your lesson.
0: Yeah. So, do you think liking kids plays a big role?
1: Yes. Yeah. I, f- I feel like liking kids or just being able to understand why kids act a certain way will really, really help your situation. Yeah. So, if you go into a classroom and I think that's one thing um, I had to kind of learn was that some of kids are still developing they're still growing so their mind is obviously in the same process yeah so sometimes when a kid says something or they do something i kind of think to myself i'm like
0: why why yeah why are they doing that
1: why are they doing that it makes no sense to me and then you
0: kind of have to like rewind the clock where when you're in that situation yes correct
1: and then i'm like oh wait they haven't experienced they haven't grown up yet so they don't know what they're doing seems a little bit dumb (laughs) in a sense yeah so I think just really understanding the kids and really having that patience to wanting to be open to learn about their behavioral um, interactions with others really help.
0: So, two part question. What is your advice for people that are currently studying to be a teacher? And what would your advice be someone that is 40 years old and lost their passion in teaching.
1: Yeah, so for people who are currently starting to become a teacher, yeah, um, I hope that's not. I wouldn't. I want to say it has to be your first option, but it was one of the high priority of job careers that you wanted to do. Yeah, and you want to go into there to make a change. Um, make a change. Make a difference. Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't have those two concept or two um, points. Already, um, I think it makes it harder when, especially when you're studying and you have to go through the whole process, it makes things a lot more tedious and boring for you. So, and it won't, and yes, it's challenging, but if the challenge, if you don't enjoy the challenge, it's gonna be a problem. Mm. Yep. Um,
0: so, have a piece of advice for, I don't know, let's say 45 year old doesn't really care, just going through the motions, being as a teacher.
1: So definitely, I I hope you're reflecting. So during especially, I hope that for those teachers, um, maybe take a break or just don't teach for that year. Teach for that month. Go out. I mean, go go out. Go do some. Go find your hobby. Go find some place to clear your mind and think about why you went into teaching in the first place.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So if you went into teaching in the first place because you had a passion for it and you really enjoy the subjects you're teaching you really enjoy making a difference to the lives of children then find out what has changed it yeah Yeah. so was it maybe because you can't your level of patience has changed um, you don't really like what you're teaching anymore has the content become very repetitive so you need to figure out what it is and how you and find a solution for it Mm. yep and I think seeking support and advice from other teachers will really help as well so don't think that you're the only one in that situation yeah. where you're the you're you're feeling like oh this you can't deal with this anymore yeah like this is the last resort yeah yeah
0: because at the end of the day like you know let's say you're teaching year seven to year twelve and you're a maths teacher and you get you the chances are probably really high you could be teaching the same kid from year seven to year twelve yeah. maths and you're doing a shit job at it you know that that would affect their perspective of maths and their knowledge of maths, and like who knows how long.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Like kids come to my um come to my lesson each um each week and they're like, oh Miss blah blah blah. All she did was gave us a worksheet. Yeah. And we just sat there did our worksheet while she was just sat at the front. Yeah. And obviously if you're do- if that's your mentality or that's how you your teaching strategy. Yeah. The kids are obviously gonna know and they're not gonna do your work for you. Yeah. And then they're gonna obviously hate the subject because like freak if yeah. my teacher doesn't like. This subject, how am I gonna like this subject? Yeah, it's all over. It's all over. Honestly, is
0: alrighty. Awesome stuff, Michelle. That was great um, content. Great gems in there. Um, hope you guys, you know, really enjoyed that one. Take some notes, and if you're a teacher, then do it.